You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 192nd episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. This is Matt just adding up my swap purchases in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, you guys, um, Boston, you know, tried to get the Olympics. I think the Summer Olympics maybe a few years ago was a big deal. Um, we didn't get it, but I've got Olympic fever nonetheless. Do you guys have this? Uh- Oh, yes. I I have a serious case of Olympic fever. In fact, I want to record this podcast so I can go watch some mixed doubles curling. <laughs> Ooh, mixed doubles. Minnesota's always up there. Yeah. Is that the one where they drink uh, between <laughs> <laughs> curls? Or is that the regular uh, one? I mean, curling's amazing. I know a friend of the, fan of the podcast uh, and host of us at Richmond World Championships, Frank Cundiff, is a big uh, curling fan. And... It's been great. So many sports to discuss. We will get to bikes, but real quick, can I just give my my hitters on what people need to be watching this Olympics? Uh, sure. Let's hear it. Number one, short track speed skating relay. Find out when there's a relay in the short track speed skating. It's like the Madison, but on ice with really sharp blades. And instead of a hand sling, it's a push, but it's a giant butt push. (laughs) And it pushes people into at full speed and they do like a lap and a half. And then on the inside of the of the ice, people are warming up to come back out for the push. It's amazing. Ah, Very intricate. So that's that's number one. Right. Number two, obviously, biathlon. Yes. It is the craziest of all sports. Reason why is because of the um, the fact Guns. that there's a gun. And then they're, 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 they're shooting from the prone and then standing up. Check it out. I recommend the, the sprint. Um, I think it's like 15K, maybe 7.5K. They hit the... They hit the um, the range three, two times, and then if you miss, you got to do a penalty loop. Okay, number three, also cross-country skiing, the skiathlon. By far, one of the coolest events. Spencer, have you seen this? Yes, yes, I have, and I want to talk about it in great detail in a little while. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, thank you. We will, we, well, we'll get to it We'll get to it in a little but, bit. We'll, we'll talk about the skiathlon. Now, now Tim, you mentioned uh, uh, the speed skating, and I tried to tune into some speed skating this morning um, on the uh, NBC app. I was watching some, some replays of some stuff, and I was like, oh, speed skating. That's a lot like bike racing, sort of, except for on ice and not on bikes. And I turned it on. It was like a, a 5,000 meter um, race. So oh, yeah. Two, two up, you know, kind of thing. And I only watched one match, but I had a bicycle tie-in because one of the competitors was a Vanderpoel. Wow. Can you believe Wait, it? Well, now, now related? The, the Dutch are a huge, huge uh, uh, speed skating nation. They're one of the powerhouses yeah. in speed skating. And so, of course, I saw Vanderpoel on the start list, and I was like, whoa, he's going to walk away with this. And then I noticed he wasn't Dutch. Wow. What? And what he was, was he? also tall. He, he was <laughs> Swedish. Wow. Hmm. Well, Do you think maybe it's one of those? It yeah, they like it didn't make any sense, you guys. Like, and but so I thought, is he a fraud? 
But then he destroyed his uh, competitor by like 20 seconds. Okay. So I was like, oh, maybe he is so a that, So that means not only... So this was a normal weekend. We had two Vanderpools on a podium today, one on the podium mm-hmm. yesterday in cyclocross, like you'd expect. So we had three Vanderpools on podiums today. Well, I don't, in two different sports. Well, to be fair, I don't That's know uh, how the rest of the eight m- other well, matches went, but he won the first one, so I was like, "Hey, he probably just took so, it." Oh, I'm sure. It, it basically took a flyer on the first lap, yeah. and he was gone, and you just turned <laughs> off the broadcaster, like so, went to go make a cup of coffee. Yeah. Long long track speed skating can be very boring. Like Spencer, like I would have probably only watched one, but they have a new event this year in the Olympics. That's number three on my list that you should be watching, or number four. That is the long track speed skating mass start. It's basically a points race with 25 competitors on the long track <laughs> course so, so going around, going and they have like three intermediate sprints and then a final sprint that takes it all. I obviously love curling, and uh, obviously. You're from St. Paul. It's basically Canada. Uh, hockey, hockey's cool. I don't like any of the sliding sports. I'm not really a fan of bobsled, luge, or skeleton. That's, like, I guess they're kind of cool. I'm a, but I'm a I, big I, that's not fan me. of skeleton because, I mean, it says it right there in the name. Like, you're definitely <laughs> going to die if you try to do this. Like, there's a high chance. So, it's I, yeah, I appreciate it's pretty dangerous. I just, I just feel that the arrow helmets that they're not doing enough with the paint jobs on the helmets. That's just my feeling. Yeah, that's true. If Garzelli was involved, that shit would be way better. He, <laughs> Anyways, would, he would know how to do skeleton and all I'm that sh- stuff. Tweet us at the Slow Ride Pod if you have some of your favorite um, uh, Winter Olympic sports that you want us to watch, and uh, we make sure uh, to tune them in. I am just thinking here, so we're going to get to a little bit more later about the skiathlon and some of these other uh, great sports out there, but what we really need to talk about is the biggest event of the entire weekend, the eighth annual Doc Hollywood Invitational. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. it's Invitational. Yeah. That's why I'm. That's why I wasn't there. I didn't get my invitation. Um, well, I'll keep it short. Fifty-eight people showed up to Micanopy, Florida, for the start. Record number. We had a two national champions: Ryan Woodall, former Masters Cyclocross national champion, interesting, mm-hmm. and number one in your heart. Yep, Amy Horstmeyer, who's the national marathon um, mountain bike national champion. She she's the one that was elevated to the win after the doping Ah, uh, positive from this past summer. Um, We had the state road race champion, the one, two state road race champion, um, young gentleman named Scott Pfaff. That was pretty cool. He wore his uh, national or he wore his state championship Jersey and Amy wore her national championship Jersey. So you knew it was legit. Um, I had a good case of the promoter legs because the whole point of this ride is that for the first 50 miles, you keep it together. Well, some people aren't very smart, and they like to go off the front or drill it at 30 miles an hour while everyone else is struggling to stay on. Mm-hmm. And then they would miss turns, which is kind of, to be honestly, to be honest, is my favorite thing. When they go off the front, they don't know where they're going, and they get to an intersection. They keep going straight, and everyone turns right. Yeah, We had way too many nice people on the ride that were yelling at them, like, hey, back here. I, I wasn't yelling at them. I was like, see you guys later. I was taking a right because then I could get top 50. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> So went to the <laughs> top went 50. to the st- that's a pretty <laughs> ambitious goal. I think top fifty sounds great. Yeah. Um, so went to the store, mm-hmm. left the store. It's neutral for about five miles, and then all hell breaks loose. I wave the white flag. It's go time. I got dropped at the same spot where I've gotten dropped the last eight years. Okay. Uh, well, except the one year that I drove the car. Um, I just couldn't do it. Uh, Keith Richards, former. Uh, Swift Cycle co-promoter texted me to say, like, well, did you at least fake a flat tire this time? No, I didn't fake a flat tire, but I swear I had cramps. 
Okay. Um, that was what I was going for because it was 81 degrees out today. It was hot, and I popped hard, but it was a great ride. Ryan Woodall takes the victory um, over uh, two guys here from Orlando, Carlos and Tick Bowen, a teammate of mine. So I got teammate on podium. I helped him out. Yeah, so you definitely did the work. <laughs> I helped him yeah, out, finished 30 minutes after him, but yeah, it was great. Nice. Fantastic time. Now, is there any so. uh, uh, drama there with this victory from Ryan Woodall? Because I, uh, I thought I heard a rumor that he was not going to be in attendance. Well, Woodall uh, is this a showed up psychological with, play by yeah, him. He sandbagged us, ah. and he brought an entire team once again. It was great. <laughs> uh, his wife Darla did fantastic as well with Amy, and overall, it was just good. But the the whole setup was Woodall was the marked man, right? We knew Woodall was going to be the guy, but then the state road race champion was there, and he showed up on basically mountain bike tires on his uh, specialized crux. Okay, and so he was floating over the cobbles, but. Remember last week, guys, when I talked on uh, how the tour down under or whatever that dumb Australian race was, and they had to yep. do the gravel section because there was the um, the construction. Yeah, yeah. Three weeks ago, I rode the course uh, with Tick, who got third. The smoothest road on the course today. We take a right to get onto the smoothest road of the course from a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Completely ripped up. They took up. They took off the entire top level of the asphalt. Oh. So for four miles, it was just carnage and the most depressing road to ride on there's three flats on it by the way a, a brother tandem guy and nick fazio showed up both with latex tubes at the doc hollywood of course they got flats come on yeah who yeah. shows up to the a gravel ride with latex tubes anyways well, you gotta save I those grams it helps you ride better that's true <laughs> more supple anyways, ride great fun um, the best part about promoting a bike ride, and I highly recommend everyone else to do this, is that you have a built-in excuse for when you finish way off the back. I didn't get last, but pretty damn yeah. close. It was great. Cool. Well, good work. Uh, so someday I hope to make it down there, you know, and uh, win those metric wrenches. Yeah. I, <laughs> I would love to have you guys there. There's quite a few picket fences that you roll out of Micanope, and you see, and you wonder if that was the fence that. Uh, Dr. Ben Stone crashed his portion. <laughs> it's possible, yeah. Didn't it go... Eh, whatever. Let's <laughs> rewatch that movie. It's just such a high-quality flick. All right. Let's, let's get on to the, uh, the exciting stuff for the weekend. Of course, what are we really talking about? We're talking swaps, about bike swaps. Baby. Yeah. Bike swaps, bike swaps, bike swaps. I got a text message or a, a, a DM on the Twitter from... Uh, Adam Meyerson today asking about the um, power cranks. I'm sure the power was, cranks sure that I saw. Yeah, he's <laughs> he wanted those power cranks. Uh, so you know, I might have to help Wait, him out and fi- you track got those power down. Cranks? No, but the gentleman across the table from me had it for 450 bucks. It was a little outside oh. my range. Yeah, that's a that's a little bit of money. Um, They're worth what, it. What did you get? I, anything cool, can, Tim? I know there's well, there's no, there's things you need and then there's things you want. Did you get well, anything And there's you want? things to sell. Like so, my yeah. goal was to go there and sell. So the first thing I sold before the bike swap even opened the Gilmore. That's what we did. Whoa! How much? So, really? <clears throat> the well, pursuit. <clears throat> well, but but this this all makes sense, guys. It's a 24 Does inch it? front wheel, 700 C rear rear wheel that's been converted to a coaster brake. Mm-hmm. It makes it's sense. It's got a seized. It's got a seized arrow C post, mm-hmm. and it's got. A bar and stem combo that looks like a clown show that's at least 10 inches high coming out of the 24-inch uh, fork. So <clears throat> were Obviously, you shocked? Were you item. shocked, A, that it was sold, or were you 
Not shocked that it was actually sold before the swap because we know the people that show up to the swap like 30 <laughs> minutes before it's open yeah. are the real diehard fans. Like those mm-hmm. are the those are the people that have the tape measures. And they're out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was asking $150 for the Gilmore. It's pretty beat up right now. It's got a couple of winners in it, lots of rust, and I got 130 out of it. Damn, good work. I was. I'd say that score. made my day. That was yeah. a, that was a huge sale, and it. What was really nice is that then I didn't have to worry about propping up a bike somewhere on a table and taking up a lot of space. Yeah. So, well, it wouldn't take up a lot of the just the no. back of it would take up a lot of space. Yeah, the yeah. front's pretty low. No, yeah, now it's pretty low. Profile. That was that was good. It went to a good home. It went to a local collector. Nice. She's really into just goofy bikes, so she has a penny farthing collection. So yeah, this is this, I was just setup. about to say, is this it's the di- woman who di- I saw the I saw the yeah. article from the like Orlando Sentinel yep. or whatever? Amazing, Diane Dang. Blake. Okay. Just Google Diane Blake. You can hear <laughs> yep. about her bike collection. It is amazing. So she bought it. Cool. Um, she was happier than can be. Good. That's I awesome. did not sell one World Cycling Productions DVD. I don't know if Ugh. it was the marketing. I'm thinking maybe the DVD player combo didn't work. So I failed there. That's too bad. And I was charging $2 per disc. Maybe I was a little bit above <laughs> above market value. Um, yeah, I think so. I couldn't even sell Breaking Away. I, you know, but anyways, um, I sold lots of odds and ends. Um Sold the Burley trailer that my parents gave me with the broken spoke. I didn't tell the guy I had a broken spoke, but you know you should probably investigate that before you buy from my table. Um, Brutal. Well, yeah, people, everyone everyone will know in the future to, to go over all your things with a fine tooth comb. Hey, he he was in a hurry. He was in a hurry. He had to go. He's like, oh, Burley, I want okay. it. And he gave me asking, and he's like, sweet, I can't wait. And then he walked away. I didn't even have a chance to say like, hey, by the way, this there's a loose spoke. All right. Just Whatever. tighten it up. Right. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so, easy. Why did you wear the Burley, man? Do you know you have a kid, right? Yeah. The, so it's not ideal for it. He's a little too small for it. It's a little musty. I don't, I don't <laughs> want him in there. And then I'm I'm getting the uh, I'm getting a cargo bike, a front-loading cargo bike. Excellent. Oh, all right. I'm trying time. to work out some, some deals. I've been communicating with two companies. I'll talk about it okay, later okay. on the pod when I get later. it. So, no, yeah, later. Okay. Now, what did I see? I didn't see a ton of great stuff at this bike swap. Um, there, I mean, there's like the – like I got two Greg LeMond books. Those were two purchases that I had to have. Okay. Yep. And then someone got me a Team Z baseball cap, but it's one of those like French little kid baseball caps in that it's like kind of this really <laughs> weird plasticky feel and it doesn't look good when it's on, but it matches the world championship jersey. Are you sure it's not uh, like a running kind of cap? It might it might be a running cap. Thank okay. you for running alongside the mountain roads. Mm. Um, and then I got a um, uh, Klein Mission Control Two handlebars. Yeah, which is sweet. Now, gentlemen, <laughs> yeah, little guy, you know, you know the price because I called you to see what mm-hmm. I should pay. Yeah, I was the guy impressed. that was selling it was like ten dollars. Spencer, which what do you think I paid for? Yeah, like, I, w- 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 I th- what do you think these are valued? I think at? you paid twenty dollars for them if he was act- no. asking ten. He asked ten. I I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm calling for my buddy in Minnesota. I don't know if he like needs them. <laughs> and then he kept asking me like, hey, did your buddy call back yet? And I was like, no. You know what? I'll call him. And I called the little guy. I'm like, little guy, Mission Control Bars. How much you want to spend? The little guy's like thirty dollars. I'm like, little guy. He's. At, I was like five dollars. And the guy's like done. Great deal. And I'm like, sweet. I got Mission Control 2s for five bucks. Little guy's on the phone like, you just screwed nice. that guy over big time. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah, bar stem combo, man. That's, I mean, that's a deal. <laughs> you did <laughs> screw him big time, yeah. 
You did. It's sweet. Good work. <laughs> so I got that. And then, um, yeah. So, I mean, over, overall, you know, for my, uh, for my swap, it was, a, it was pretty cool. And then to top it all off, I, the, the table behind me had just a bunch of jerseys and kits, and they had the Carrera denim bib and jersey combo. So oh, I had so to get good. that. It's, I think it might be an extra large. It's a little stretched out. I haven't tried it on. I don't. <laughs> You I probably got to wash on? it four or five times. No, like it needed. I think it needs a couple more washes. Okay. I mean, it's denim. It's going to hold up. Um, First thing I would do when I got home would be put that on man, and just strut around the house like a peacock. <laughs> There's a fair amount of uh, stuff there, though. Like you know, overall, I was uh, I was happy with how the uh, the day turned out. And um, so, how big? Uh, you know? how big is this swap in Orlando? Is this the only? Is I this would like say a Northern Florida kind of thing, or is it Orlando specific? So the one of the biggest specialized stores in the country is called Orange Cycle, and they host it. And I would say there's probably like 40 tables. There's a okay. lot of reps that show up with their whole like section. I sure. mean, 40 including the reps. Um, not not as big as the Twin Cities bike swap, um, but it, it's a decent swap. There's a lot of there's a lot of garbage though. There's a lot of like Matchbox car collections that are also on a table. So it's not. Yeah, it hmm. overall a good swap. Great for Orlando, the only one in Orlando. There's a big one in Tampa that I might have to start going to. But all right, um, just curious my, what, the, uh, what the swap layout, what the scene is like down there. Yeah, it's I, forty might even be a little bit big. It might be around thirty tables. I know but anyways, a, it, there was it's a, a full parking lot in uh, in Philadelphia as well this past weekend. So uh, nice. Oh, I know that been was happening. I know I probably should have went down for that because Boston doesn't really have one uh, uh, right now. They've what? sort of. Off and on, I had a small one, uh, but it's very sporadic, it seems like. so. Think of all the and fat chances that are just sitting in garages, and guys are like, oh, I don't, I'm too lazy to sell it on Craigslist. Yeah. Now, there was a uh, Joe, Joe Sikorsky hit us up on Twitter and told us about his Klein Corner annual bike swap Klein hunt. He found a Klein attitude for 500 bucks. Nice. Oh, so nice. Um, people were nice. definitely out there looking. Um, overall, Orlando bike swap was great. Little guy. Twin Cities bike swap, one of our favorites, kind of where we cut our teeth. What did you find there? You guys, I had a good swap. I'm really happy about the swap. <laughs> you right. won't believe this. One, I almost I broke almost even. broke even. Yes. <laughs> I came as close as I've ever come. I spent $120 on stuff. I spent a little more, but it was I bought some stuff for some other folks, so I'll get reimbursed. Uh-huh. I I sold $114 worth of stuff. That is, wow. I have never come anywhere <laughs> near that close. You guys know I like yeah. go for a walk. I come back with 15 things I'll never use. Yeah. I can't help it. Yeah. So I, is I it more happy. important to come back breaking even, little guy, or coming back with less stuff than you brought to the swap? Like, like do you I want to never to come me, back I with less stuff, stuff than I brought? I mean, okay. it, didn't, it didn't happen this time. I came, I you know. It, that's what I'm saying. This was really good. Like I, my box stayed about the same, and I improved the quality of garbage. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and yeah. this is what I'm super pumped about: is I sold, um, I sold a few things that I had kicking around forever. Like I sold some Madolo Speedy brakes that I bought at the swap three, four years ago for five bucks. Had no use for them except they were super clean. Sold them for fifteen bucks. You know, it's like. That's amazing. It's pretty good profit Super happy margin about that. there, yeah. Yeah, What's it only had a percentage rate of return on that? Like 100%. <laughs> it's not very good, but I almost put those brakes on a couple bikes for a few times. 50%. So, I mean, but um, 
No, I got I got some cool stuff. I got my usual stuff. You guys know I buy old three T bars. Like everyone's crazy. Um, but I actually got some stuff I need. Like I need some file tread tubulars. Got them. I got some some Juro uh, like whatever wa- around town clipless shoes. And then you'll like this Spencer. Tim, you like yeah. this too. But Spencer, you like this more. Got some Juro shoes, brand new. I'm like. 20 bucks man i'm like sweet i'll buy these and they're like oh there's just one little problem with them i'm like yeah there's got to be a problem with them one of the tongues has come unsewn (laughs) okay so i gotta sew the tongue back in but 20 bucks for like 80 dollars shoes man okay um sounds like a deal yeah yeah, i found i found some this is pretty sweet i found some flag cranks like specialized flag cranks from back in the day the little flag logo on them that came on caitlin's bike and she got hit years ago, and the cranks uh. got broken. And I've always been trying to find flag cranks. So, one, the bike can be original because that sort of thing drives me nuts. And two, because she's got my Sagino Mighty cranks on her bike for the last few years, and I want those things back. <laughs> so, I got her the cranks to make her bike right in my mind, and that means I get my my cranks back. So it's yeah. a real win-win. That's a win-win. Um, it's double the what value. Else? I got some cool stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I got I got some weird stuff. I got two left Mavic crank arms, uh, you know, because you got to buy some weird stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And I got some uh, I got some pretty sweet uh, hats. You guys ready to to see these hats? And and you'll you'll know you can name the rider uh, that I bought the hat because of. Okay. All right. All right. This, this, is, this makes for good, good radio. Kind of a, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Fun uh, visual game oh, that, uh, that's good. that nobody can play. Wow. Home. Winter. Well, no, who, who, why did I buy this hat? Is that a winter? Oh, it is. Winter. Wow, it's winter. Okay. Well, it's a System U uh, hat. Yeah. Yellow and yep. black. So I'm going yes. to have to say, geez, you know, I don't know if I know anybody on that team. Oh, bit. come on, the professor. <laughs> <laughs> Five bucks for a System U winter hat, Spencer. That's great. You guys, that th- is a steal. this was just like that that that's that a good Finion that... poster where I almost couldn't keep the smile on my face small enough so I didn't get taken <laughs> to the cleaners yeah. by this guy. I, I no. assumed he was going to see my smirk and he was going to say a hundred bucks, and I was still going to take the wad of money out of my pocket. And be like, damn it. Put it down. Yeah, I was. I, I was resisted. just gonna say he. You were marked. You, you were marked coming into that place. Like they, they knew that you were the. Oh, uh, yeah. the guy for that. So, but this was great. Five, uh, five bucks at that same swap. I got a pair of like good winter gloves for ten bucks. Killing it on practical items. And then as the swap ends, I'm walking out the door and I see something stupid on a table. Oh, God. two bucks! Oh, wow, that is a waste That's of money. Podium. Cap Vasconcelier, Ricardo Rico lives on. That is the little guy. If you ever don't have a use for that, feel free to just send that Rico <laughs> butte down here. You know, I I failed to sell my Gerald Steiner podium cap that I have. Yeah. Um, and little guy, I wish that you would have kept because that that's a good hat. Oh, it's so gross. So do you? Um, I feel like the, the Orlando bike swap. There's not a, like there. There's not enough collectors down here that bring out like oh here are all the campy super record hubs or here's the random miche uh you know cranks or here's like a rare like uh yeah like like it's it's a lot more complete bikes or just takeoffs like you go we were building the bike so i took off all of the uh you know the nine speed tram set and now here it is like if you want to buy it um yeah was like one of the legends in minnesota mike knutson was he at the bike swap because 
He was. For years, he, he showed had up late, the though. unlimited collection. Was he at a table? He rolled in kind of late. He, no, I don't think he had a table. He rolled in late on an Ocell t- uh, recumbent and rolled that Ooh. over to the to the bike corral. So I don't know what was up. There's plenty. I mean, Min- Minneapolis seems to be loaded with guys with um, 55 Nuevo record uh, derailers in p- individually wrapped plastic bags. Um, yeah. There's so many people like, rocking the plastic I... bag wrap this year. Is, is that an Orlando thing? Like. Every component is in a little baggie, which is kind of cool because it's no. not going to get messed up. But it's also, you have to like press the bags down to see what's in them. You're like, what the hell is that? It's like a, it feels like see, you're, you're looking at bodies in the morgue. You're like, what? Oh, it's a, oh, it's a super record <laughs> derailleur. Okay. Well, I mean, it's dead. Y- so you kind of are, aren't you, little guy? <laughs> a I mean, little bit, a little bit. I, I- I think Minneapolis probably has to have one of the best bike swaps. I know Madison and T-Town definitely in Philly have the best. I think Minnesota's got to have one just because of the amount of the sheer amount of bike industry that's there. So there's a lot more yeah. um, bike nerds than maybe people bringing over, you know, the randoms that they got out of the QBP uh, catalog for cheap or whatever, right? Like tubes, $2. Like I bought too many on my EP seven years ago, so now I got to get rid of them. Or- I, if I could go back now and, and do one more pass, I would go around and buy more like $2 tubes and $1 brake pads because that's what I should have stocked up on. So, Instead, I did things like on my last pass, which this is kind of cool, is I bought a 47 and a 46 tooth campy chain ring because, you know, you need those. Yeah. Uh, with with <laughs> drilled out so to save a little weight. But when I got them back, like walking back to the table, I looked and scratched uh, in them, it says USA Carpenter. So I'm assuming they were Connie Carpenter's chain rings or something. Uh, oh, wow. So that's pretty cool. I like purchasing uh, these little pieces of cycling history that kind of have no value. Like the time I got the the tubulars that said Jonathan Page on the side, like a <laughs> marker. And I was like, yeah, man, these might have been Page's like fourth wheels once. And then he like threw them away. Or, they or someone just decided to write Jonathan Page on the side because they saw you were coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now, they didn't mark it up accordingly. They were like $5, four tires, you know? Yeah. So, so I did do my, uh, I, d- I did take a route out of the Gino uh, yelling uh, situation. <laughs> did I, that bought work? A, I bought a, a Dimension Data water bottle for $1. And near the end, it was Tour Dubai, and I said, hey, Mark Cavendish is going to win tomorrow. Water bottle, $2. $2. Someone came over and bought it. I flipped the water bottle. I, so I, I won the swap right there because I flipped something from the table right next to me. Yeah. Nice. Like I, I, I saw what they had. I was like, I'll give you a dollar for that, and then I sold it for two. So, I mean, to me, that's, that's pretty much why I wear the World Championship stripes. To, to that's impressive. I, I tried to sell a water bottle cage for 50 cents. Because I wanted it off my table, and I knew it at fifty cents someone would pick it up, nope. and then tell me they didn't have fifty cents. Yep. But then I could tell them to take it, <laughs> and it worked. So, can I ask <laughs> and you? The guys, guy said he'd bring me back fifty cents. He never did. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Hey, here's a question for you. Tell me if you guys think I'm a jerk. Uh, yes. yes, I think. Um, yes. Yeah. I some think, people came up to the table and they they were looking at buying something, and they said, "Oh, do you take cards?" Yeah. To which I wrote, no, but I take a check, personal check, to which their response was, who has checks? <laughs> to which then I said, the type of people that bring a card to a bike swap. <laughs> Ouch. 
Um, Wait, now, hang on. You're wearing a world championship striped jersey at the bike swap, claiming to be the world champion of bike swaps, and you don't take cards? You don't have a square reader? They're free. Sure, but... (laughs) No, I don't have a but because I I don't need to do that because the point clearly the point is, you do if you she was mad at me sales. for saying that I take checks but yeah. not for you know I mean uh, that's a pretty the, the that's card. a good response but it's not it's not the way I, to I, make I money at the swap but they, they both they both were a little like okay touche and then they went and found the money and then they came back okay like they borrowed it so it, yeah. it came off pretty good but I thought I, it was I th- funny I think in the first time you just got to tell people that you do. But everything costs twenty five percent more. Yeah, and <laughs> and they're still character. and then you're, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well I'll go find some cash. All you know, right. there's well, the, the subtle the subtle markup. Yeah, it's just the, the uh, of, yeah yeah. Oh. I take cards, but you have to pay the uh, small card upcharge fee of fifty percent. Yeah, it's no big deal. Just it's cover just my a little, costs, you know. You know. Yeah, cover my costs. Um, wh- one other thing I want to tell you guys: one, I actually swapped something. Wait, wh- I swapped. On. I swapped some pedals to Dylan for a C post, which you know it's not like a hard swap because we like the same things, so we can just sort of trade our junk around between us. Um, but and Tim, this is keeping with what you bought. Dylan in his weird box of stuff had a bottom bracket, and he's like, "I don't know what that is," and we're looking at it, and he's like, "You know, I think that might be for a climb." So I got a climb wow. bottom bracket. <laughs> nice. NOS. You know, it's just like starting to become like that Johnny Cash song, one piece at a time. Yeah. Like yeah. we should each just try to gather like. We're building a climb. Yeah. Slowly, but surely. <laughs> so I think we need, a, we need, we need a, a, a show climb. Like it's the show bike and we, and we slowly, we put it together slowly, but surely. And. You know, it like, it gets traded between the three of us. Okay. So what do we, we, we need to start. Uh, we need yeah. a dropper post so this fits everybody. I, to, I mean, we're going to mm. – so we're making a mountain bike. We'll get a height attitude, right, dude. We want right? to have it period correct. Yeah. So we're going to make an attitude? <sighs> well, we got well, we'll, 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 we to find anything first. <laughs> I didn't see a single climb uh, at the swap this year. It was slim I, pickings. I, I'm into this idea. I think we can make a team uh, – a, a show bike over the years. Um, one piece at a time. If any of our listeners – We'll give you our P.O. box. Just hit us up at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, Help us out. Us Maybe you find some wheels. Uh, maybe some oh. uh, tires. I got a front wheel today that will be perfect for it. WTB <laughs> Grease Guard Front Hub to Bontrager Rim. 15 bucks. Score. Wow. I, I mean, guys, I, I, I think this is a great idea. Well, one piece at a time, we will make it through. Um, and uh, great stuff. Sounds good. So I won the swap. You lose, Tim. Cool. <laughs> this is Sarah Groff, U.S. Olympian, and this is the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, we're back at the Prem Lap. That means this week, once again, we're racing for Endurasport.com. Go to endurasport.com. Take a look at all the award-winning clothes, some of the, 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 the finest threads. And then after you're done choosing what you want and you put it in your cart, go all the way to the end. And if you're based in the U.S., enter the coupon code WIDEANGLE20 and you're going to save 20%. Bam. Now, today at the Doc Hollywood, it was mm-hmm. a long, miserable ride. And I had my sweet Endura Pro SL bib shorts on, which come in three different chamois widths. So you can choose which chamois width you want. 
to match your saddle. So since I run the physique area and I have a narrow chamois, um, so it's, you know, there's not that overlap one size fits all diaper feel. And, uh, it was awesome. It's got some cold black repels the heat. Loved it. So that's my choice for some, uh, endurasport.com and then use that coupon code wide angle 20 in the U S for 20% off. So I don't know. What are you guys thinking? I like it. I mean, that's a good idea. I don't know. I mean, it'd be weird. I wouldn't know what I was doing on a bike if I didn't have that diaper feel, but <laughs> I, I like it. I, I, I guess I can kind of imagine it if I really cast my mind out. It sounds amazing, Tim. Yeah, it's great. It's pretty awesome. Could be reality. Now, we, now we did get hit up on Twitter last week from someone that had found the uh, single track camo jacket that Spencer was talking about. Yeah. One of the... Uh, Such yeah. a good looking Looks, jacket. It sounds like one of their top-selling jackets, and so it's got camo. It looks good, um, so we'd like to thank our listeners that uh, found that, and uh, I'm sure that a couple have been purchased using the coupon code. Yeah, so thanks help. to all the listeners cashing in. Fingers crossed, because uh, that kind of stuff keeps Endura coming back uh, as a as a sponsor of the show, which would be fantastic because um, you know they're they're about to they're about to expire here as a sponsor, and we'd like to see them come back. So. Go out there and use that code, man. Buy some booties or something. You can do it. Yeah, go use that code. It's going to be through the end of the month, February 2018. Wide Angle 20 on Endurasport.com. This is the brand of Movistar, Cervella Bigla, and the one and only now, Danny McCaskill. Timmy, I think you mentioned this, but this is U.S. only, right? Yes, it is U.S. only. That is Yeah, please. U.S. only. We do have uh, at least one European listener, at least one Australian listener, and sorry to you two, but... Uh, you're going to have to uh, find your Endura deals elsewhere, I'm sad to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Um, we're also we're- brought to you uh, this week by Health IQ. Uh, you know them, you love them. HealthIQ.com slash slow ride is where you can go to find out a little bit more. I mean, you hear us babbling about it uh, week after week after week because they are great supporters of the show. But um, if you go to HealthIQ.com slash slow ride, that's where you'll learn about uh, where you can save up to 34% or, uh, on, your, on your life insurance. Um, what they do is they find people who are active, who are exercising, who are doing the work, putting in the miles on the bike, and uh, they use that information to lower your rates uh, because they know that healthy people are a lower risk for them so they can pass that savings on. Um, you can take a quiz, uh, see if you can score elite. That's going to save you money right there. Uh, you can log your miles or show them your Strava files and that's going to save you money. Uh, they forgive some family history, uh, all kinds of great stuff. They are, uh, they've been written up in CNBC and Forbes and all kinds of great publications like that, uh, about how, how they're actually doing what they're talking about. So do yourself a favor, check it out, learn a little bit more about what they're what they're all about. You can check out the FAQ section to answer some of the common questions you might have about life insurance, why you need it, what it does and what they can do for you. And, uh, you can do all that at healthiq.com slash slow ride. Yeah. I just want to give them a shout out for their continued support. It's pretty awesome. And without them, we still wouldn't have the podcast doing what we're doing. That is a 100% actual fact. Yeah. So great stuff. Hey, um, as we uh, right before we leave, I do want to just remind everybody we do have the Wide Angle Podium app that is on um, Apple uh, Pod Store and then also or Apple iTunes Store, sorry, and then also Google Play. So check it out. Um, that's how you can keep up to date on all of the uh, um, shows that are happening. This is right. <laughs> 
This is Ryan. <laughs> this is Ryan Woodall, Florida's first cyclocross national champion. You're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Now, one of my favorite things that we do on the show, guys, is we listen or we read the iTunes reviews. We got one this past week from SDD2. Amazing five-star podcast. This is the best cooking podcast on the internet. I made the souffle that they discussed on the last show, and it was delicious. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was a good recipe we threw out there for that last Yeah. I feel like uh, uh, maybe this is a um, – how many stars was this one, Tim? Five stars. Oh, this is uh, definitely for us then. Yeah, for sure. This wasn't a, definitely this wasn't for a us. mistake, an error on uh, S. This wasn't for the uh, – not for the slow cooking podcast. No, not for the slow cooker. Um, yeah, this seems like maybe a confused individual. I don't know. I don't know if I could trust this person's judgment on uh, on on bikes or or pit tactics or anything similar <laughs> to that. Like that's that's just what it sounds like reading between the lines here to me. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. So we also got <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, totally random uh, tangent. Uh, yeah. little guy, do you have any questions for the bike shop CX guys? Um, let me look at the things I bought here. See if I don't know anything about any of this. I mean, stuff. I'm just thinking, uh, you know, if you could cook something up for them, that could, you know, that could be. Um, well, have they ever sewn a tongue back in some shoes? Because I've never done that, and uh, you I know, gotta get that done. Maybe. I mean, they maybe they've talked to uh, Ivan Basso about how he souffléed up some uh, some CDs one time. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, do you Did think he really souffle up the CDs? Do you think <laughs> they made him put the shoes back together at the end of the episode? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. Times are tight, Ivan. Here's some here's some thread. <laughs> get get those suckers fixed. Yeah, I, th- I mean, maybe they can actually help you how to uh, tie those shoes back together, little guy. I just uh, use tape. It's not going to work. So, <laughs> I, uh, I know we're in the middle of our review section, Tim, and I'm, I'm derailing you here, but uh, I'm pretty sure that review is maybe from Scott Deenan back on the uh, Bike Shop CX um, show. And I actually am reminded, uh, not exactly of a question for them, but maybe a hot tip, maybe something they could cover. They've probably covered it in the past, and I just haven't listened, which means they're going to have to do it again because I'm not going to go back and look for it. Um, but I was at the bike shop the other day, and I had uh, I had the mountain bike in there for some service, and they were kind of giving me, you know, a little little what for, because they're like, oh, you can't work on this bike? Come on. I thought you could work on bikes. And I was like, yes, I, I, I can, but anything to do with fluid in a bicycle, I can't do. So the hydraulic fluids, the shock uh, probably has fluid in it, the front shock, the rear shock. All that kind of stuff. Maybe yeah. they can just kind of breeze over how to take all that stuff apart, strip it down to the to the little pieces, and then put it all back together. That'd be a very informative show for me. I, don't, I want nothing to do with brake fluid. That scares me. <laughs> it can't. I've never dealt with that on a bike, but it can't be that hard. I mean, I bled the brakes in my car. Um, I, it's got to be much easier because you don't have to crawl under a car. <laughs> That's true. We were talking a little bit about cooking there, right? This awesome segue from Diedenbach's uh, review. Well, at least it was five stars. Derek Ubnik hits us up on the Twitter and says, Hey, Slow Ride Pod, stopping in for a bite at Restaurant 17. Oh. Should I remind George Hincapie you guys are still looking for that interview? Um, 
Well, I hope so. I would love to see how it went, Derek. Tell us a little bit about the food. Actually, email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com and give us a, a review of the service, the food. What, what did you like? Um, you know, were you, was it really built up to be amazing and then it wasn't so good? You know, it, it, I, I would love to hear. Yeah, I mean, um, remind him that we're only a little, little over a week or so away from uh, Head Volk. Uh, 11 days. A- 11 days. And then after that, um, you know, we're, we're at uh, KBK, one of the races he's won, Big Georgie. So ask him um, if he gets nervous. He feels a little, little butterflies in the belly right around this time of year, you know. It's time to time to win that donkey again. But he's excited. Oh, God, it's so soon. I can't wait to see who's going to win the donkey this year. Really old Nobody punk. Nobody cares about that race. Really old punk, longtime friend of the podcast and supporter of the network. Um, John Senum hits us up and he says, Hey guys, is Sky getting ready to throw Froome under the bus? Of course they are. And it's all about this like kind of most recent talk that you, you may have seen out there. Brailsford kind of giving some interviews and that Froome's just kind of out on his own, doing his own thing. What do you guys think? Think think that they're finally just enough is enough, and he just needs to sit out, and Sky is gonna, you know, excommunicate him. What do you think? You know, what are we doing here? I don't know. I'm having a hard time understanding what the play is um, I, with with the with the what's been going on with Sky lately. I really don't have any idea what they're doing and what Froome's doing. There was all that talk about him. With you know, he was doing those huge training rides in South Africa that he was trying to maybe like replicate. Uh, the load on himself to uh, try to prove that he, you know, he naturally yeah. created the death or the spike, and that sort of went away. And it's been so much weird stuff. I, I just, I kind of don't care. I guess. Yeah, I'm just, and I'm not, it, I'm just so not that bad. concerned. Like if he did it or didn't, I don't know why. It's weird. It's just I'm not. I really don't care that much. There's so much good racing going on right now. Like there's so much good cross and we're so close to the spring classics and stuff that i can't even think about the gc guys it's weird it's it's like for some reason i don't care i just don't no i'm kind of with you on this point it's just i don't care about like if you're doping that's bad i don't want anything to do with it but i really am getting tired of all of these like science stories i know more about if i knew this much about science i wouldn't have failed the class in high school and then into college and dropped out of school a few times because i couldn't pass science like the I've learned so much from cycling, and I'm not supposed to in cycling. But anyway, <laughs> not supposed so John, to. John, well, this for is the, why uh, the French are better at science than us because they just all their science classes just relate everything back to uh, back to, back to doping. You know, they're teaching any <laughs> physics, and and everyone's like, "This is boring," and they're like, "We are going to talk about the time trial." And then suddenly <laughs> everyone's super interested, and they're all debating why Pino's got his head in that weird position, and and. You know, what would have been faster? That's just too much science. Hey, Slow Ride Pod. Science. I need a ruling here. This comes from Kurt Schaldenbrand. Nailed sure it. I nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. I need a ruling here. Does the waving etiquette rule apply to off-season activities? I was doing it today while cross-country skiing, but I kept poking the other people in the eye with the tip of my pole. They didn't seem to be very appreciative of my kind gesture. <laughs> no, nah, man. You got to nod or do the one-finger right wave when you're cross-country skiing because... Yeah, so got to be um, so careful though which finger you're using. Got to be no, you, so I can't stress this <laughs> enough. Like it's got to be but index be, or index and pinky even. But you just got to be so so careful. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I I went skiing yesterday. Um, I don't have that problem because I'm always at 
a second or two away from like I might look graceful for a second and the next second I'm just going to fall over. Um, and you look really dumb when you fall on skis and you look dumb <laughs> yeah. when you fall kind of anytime, but there's, there's no way to look more like well, a bumbling idiot than when you fall with skis on. So I'm, I'm a little scared to do that. Maybe a head nod. That's my max when I'm cross country ski, but I don't ski enough personally to, uh, to confidently wave, you know? All right on. And we got additional, uh, Tweets out there from uh, others as well. Drink Slinger, uh, for sure. I want to give you a shout-out. Thanks for uh, posting the Minneapolis Messenger, our wiener socks. The second edition for which I never got a pair because I did not know they existed, even mm-hmm. though I organized the first one. So way to, way to write me off that script, MBMA. But um, <laughs> now I didn't know they were so- – I didn't know they existed either. Guys, I, I I didn't either. Those are the first time I saw those ones. I've I've got the originals. I've got a few new pairs. I think left somewhere in a box. Really? Um, mine are mine are all dead at this point. My, yeah, mine are. They're, they're short. I think I just so, so I can't. Yeah. They're no good for anything anymore. So, cycling socks need to be twelve inches tall. Guys, I've been yeah. uh, above the knee or or not or stay home. That's what I say. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know exactly what you guys have been discussing here on the podcast for the last couple minutes because I actually fell down a rabbit hole here on Yelp reviews of Restaurant 17. Um, and Oh, wow. Yeah, I just wanted to check it out and see what people were thinking about old Big George's uh, establishment there. <laughs> and I got to say, the reviews are almost all positive. Like, people really seem to like this place. Well done. Totally that, meant that, to, Oh, so exactly good. Like that, 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 that one did not get lost. Um, that was so good. It Maybe I'm being an idiot here, but why is it called... Well, 17. Did he do 17 Grand Tours? No, is that what it's right? 17 Tour to Francis. Oh, he did yeah. 17 Tours? Okay. That's that's what I thought. I, I thought he, I thought I he was, won uh, stage 17 on the Was that top. what it was? Did he? Oh, I thought maybe he, he had 17 career wins. I don't think he did that 17 is, Tours. Not 17 Tours. He might have. No, but... It, dude's been around forever. So let's say it is stage 17 when he won in the mountains. Let's just say that, right? <laughs> Should the okay. first question we ask when we have him on the interview... Um, hey, George... You know, did you really think you were going to win the tour after you won stage 17 like the next year? I mean, he seems to really be holding on to it. If, if he's naming the restaurant after that one stage, I think it's because he did 17 Grand Tours. Probably, yeah. yeah. I'm the- probably an idiot. I have no clue. <laughs> I'm probably an idiot. Of course I'm an idiot. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, JK gave it five stars. Uh, part of his review said, very tasty, complimentary bread, and salted butter. So, you know, they're, they're uh, not uh, I, pulling I, any stops. I, I, I can't wait to go there. That, thanks for looking that up, Spencer. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig down that rabbit hole uh, after the pod. Whoa! Um, great check stuff. this out. Now, 16 career wins for Big Georgie. So he go. didn't even have 17. So it's not that a 17th stage. No, I know, stage but I'm 17. saying he didn't win stage 17 either. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. You know, guys, we could just ask George can this on the go, interview. Can somebody Google this, George? We need to know something I'm, that's I'm e- googling it right Googleable. now. <laughs> All right. So, so what, oh, you know what the problem is? Because a bunch of his results were taken away. Uh, <laughs> so see, there you I'm go. looking at his pro cycling stats page and I'm like, how come it doesn't say anything about a Tour de France stage win? Oh, yeah, because technically oh, yeah. you didn't win that anymore. That so, Brad H says, outstanding. One problem with Yelp is that there's not a six star rating. <laughs> wow. Yep, that's a we, problem. We have not gotten that review on this podcast. And uh, frankly, I'm a little disappointed by our... Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. A couple of emails came in. Uh, Real quick, a good friend of the uh, pod, Cy uh, Gager, went to the Fat Bike Nationals, gave us a race report. We're going to take a look at that 
Just came in on email. We'll probably talk about that next week on the uh, pod. Also, we did get a um, quick note from Ryan Kale, who hooked us up with a Spinergy listing on Craigslist. Ah. If anyone's looking for some Spinergy uh, Rev pairs, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It is for two hundred dollars. Um, you can get some uh, Spinergies. Would a you pair? guys seven speed? Yep, a pair. Ah, what a deal! What a smoking. Would bargain. you guys? Would you guys ever ride Spinergies? I've heard stories no. that they collapse. I, I rode them. I, I rode them yeah. for, I don't know, probably two seasons. <laughs> Maybe even more than that. I can't believe how long you rode those things. Every time we went out, I, I, every time we went to a cross race, yeah. I thought, Spencer's going to die today. <laughs> I thought, shit, I better, I better make sure I know where he put the Kia keys because I'm probably having to drive his car home yeah. and tell his parents that he's dead. Um, <laughs> I, and surprisingly, those things never exploded. No. I I I made road races, criteriums, cross races, and time trials all on those Spinergy Rev X's (laughs) for two two full seasons, I would say. I I think here's the thing is we both have – so you're magical with Spinergies because you can ride Spinergies and just ride them. And and then you had the van again, and you had some weird-ass problems when you owned the van again. I've driven the van again across the country like five times now. And it hasn't broken down on me. And it's the worst. And when you drive it to like Q, like uh, a spark plug shot out of it, it didn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> so, so my magic is Vanigans. Your magic is Spinergies, which I don't know if that's the greatest magic, but it's your magic. Yeah, I think, yeah, um, you got the we don't know what Tim's magic is yet, other than the fact that he wore a pink DeLuca kit one time and <sighs> he survived. No, I'm pretty so. sure my magic is that I. Um, you know, say things like, wow, the United States mixed curling team is amazing, and then they lose the rest of their matches for the rest of the tournament. You know, like, that's my magic is you <laughs> don't is. want me to become your it's, fan. It's the You're super rookie curse. Too. We know, we know yeah. about this, yeah. Jay Johnson hits us up with the email of the week. Ontario, Canada, search for Klein. I need your advice. Okay, guys, I think I started listening around episode 80. No kidding. That must be why I'm still around and always have a laugh. Episode 190 was a classic, and I've been hunting Subaru Sambar all thanks to little guys. Jesus. Funny odd choice. Yeah, dude. They're probably all in over Vancouver episode. now. <laughs> I'm mostly into the road and some cross and only and cr- cross and only owned a 29er a couple of years before I realized that those wheels are way too high for me, so I sold it. Yeah. Now this whole Klein thing you guys have has me intrigued. Mm. And there are some options in my neck of the woods, Ontario Canada. Whether it's a Cube Pro Carbon Road 2006 with super record, tempted, oh. or yes. this mountain bike I came across. A Mantra mm-hmm. 2000, Oof. more of a show bike. By the apparently. first thing you said, <laughs> it's, it's it's in the it's in a pretty out there price range, fourteen hundred dollars Canadian, which is pretty much like eight hundred dollars US. But but let me know what what you think <laughs> if it's worthwhile. I'll grab it and I'll ride it around town for a laugh. And it's a Mantra. So first, I think we need to just get out there and tell Jay that the Mantra is not <laughs> our favorite Klein. It's no. my least favorite of all the Kleins. So I'm just going to throw that out there. So. It looks good. The link that you had, it's flashy. It's that nice red to yellow fade with the yellow tires. It looks good, but you don't want a mantra. Well, you want. Oh, get, well, get that road so bike, see, man. That road bike that sounds cute perfect. Pro carbon. Here's the thing about the mantra is if you get the mantra, you are going to be known, therefore, and thereafter, as the guy with the mantra. It's <laughs> yeah. true. Which, you can't live that down. You're going to have to own that. You need to be prepared. For that, you probably need to get a full face helmet. So yeah, don't well, see you. something. You but you need to be. You need to search your soul and be ready to be that guy for the rest of your days. 
There's a yeah. mantra here in Orlando, and when I see the guy that is he like just walking around, I'm like, oh, that's the guy that's got the mantra. Yeah. Like that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I don't buy a beer for that guy because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about mantras. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably <laughs> the other thing. It's all you can do is talk about your mantra after that. I'll yeah. tell you, if they made a disc break version uh, that wasn't a bazillion dollars or a prototype or something, I'm, I might, I might <laughs> Why? think about it, but. With the rim brakes, it's not going to happen for me. It's probably let. Yeah, I mean, what we don't know what this with the the well, carbon whatever the with the super record was. Um, it's probably less money than at Mantra, and oh, that's yeah. that's way more bike. That's it's a Q it's that, a Q Pro, yeah. Q Pro carbon. You know, I think the Mantra is kind of like how every car company has one really bad. Like Ford had, you know, the Edsel brand, right? And then like there's all like there, there's just one bad model that you're just kind of you look you look away. You know, it's like okay, like well, that's cute. They tried something fresh. I don't want to compare it to the Edsel. Man, Edsels are cool. I I think it more is like more of like Klein is like a premium brand, like uh, a Jaguar or a BMW. And when those car companies come out with SUVs. Which they've done, just like Porsche now has SUVs. And you see it, and you think, why would you buy that? And you see Mantras, and you think, wait, why would you buy that? If you were into Kleins, why would you buy the Mantra? Same thing as if you have, you know, yeah. you buy one of, one of those luxury luxury sports car brand SUVs. Basically, you're a poser. Yeah. Well, we, we appreciate the email, Jay. Thanks for uh, reaching us out. But definitely go, go, find, go find that Q Pro Carbon with yeah. a super record. And, and just l- just lowball them, just just slash yeah. the price oh, in yeah. half. Oh, we, we need we we need help to lower the pricing of <laughs> of the client market because I only have so much with the kid now. You know I can't afford just <laughs> to spend everything willy gotta, nilly. We really gotta piece um, them together one by one. Yeah, you gotta talk them down, man. When, when you're buying it, be like it's eleven speed, right? And they're like, oh, it's ten. You're like, oh, only ten. Ooh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Not gonna, not gonna be able to find parts for and this. So, uh, uh, can I can I offer you a hundred dollars then? I guess. And we got a couple of things real quick that we need to get to, gentlemen, before we we close the show out. Yep. The first is we got to talk real quick, little guy, about cyclocross. Spencer, it you got to talk somehow about skiathlon because I've been on the edge of my seat about how we're going to talk about I, that. I mean, and then. Okay. To end the show after the credits, make sure you take a chance to listen. We got the um, the poem of the century written oh, by Nate Chenenko that uh, we, <laughs> that I will act out for you after the credits. Oh, wow. For those that want to stick around for all of your bike swap love, because it is the time of year that we love so you're much gonna, on the Slow Ride you're Pod. You do a little spoken word. Little, yeah, uh, it's gonna be great. Right. So, to be here guy, and what do we got? What do you got in Cross World before we move on? Eleven well, days no. from when road season well, starts. Well, make it good. Well, no, no, no. You still got some. <laughs> you still got the. You got series to finish up. You got Super Prestige. You still got one more race next week in Super Prestige. I gotta just say, all's right again in the world. Vanderpool's back. Sonic counts back. Um, the weekend racing wasn't that great, but if you want to watch a good cross <laughs> race and you want to watch. Uh, you want to watch an exciting race, check out, I think you can find the video from last Thursday. So what was that like the, the ninth or the eighth, there was a Brinko cross and it's yeah. one of these quality second tier cross races that we've had all year in Europe where the battle for, for the podium was like six dudes and they were, it was a total dirt crit and it was awesome. And you can find the, they have the last two laps. If you go to cycling fans, it's totally worth your 10 minutes. It was some amazingly awesome racing. Ton of fun. Sounds Check good. Check it out. All right. So 
kind of what I'm gleaning from this is that maybe a cycle cross, you know, towards the end of the year, wind it down. We're post world championships. Things are maybe not as exciting as that. I think it's still been exciting. Right. But you're, you're a passionate fan for the average fan. Maybe, well, maybe they're starting to lose some interest. Now what UCI could consider doing is something Mm -hmm. that, uh, uh, the IOC and skiing is doing with this skiathlon, which I just learned about this morning when I watched for the first time on replay, uh, the skiathlon race at the Olympics. Uh, you know what they do in this little guy? I've known nothing about okay, it. Okay, so what do they do? They send them out on this like 10k loop or something uh, on classic skis. They're cl- they're doing classic on this on this course, and they do okay. four laps. And then when they hit four laps, they switch to skate skis. Do they? So and they <laughs> they they have a okay. transition. And they switch to skate skis, and then they're doing a different course, a slightly modified course for the last four laps, which is a little bit shorter, a little sprintier. And it is incredible in the, so many different ways. The, the pit is amazing to watch. Like, as they're going in and they're jumping, like, they have, the, they have them perfectly prepared. They, they undo the toe mm. bindings, then step over onto the new skis. Oh, it's yeah. great. But that's, so, that's, that's not so weird. That's not the most okay. exciting part for me. The most exciting part for me and what I thought may be relevant to the bike world is that the course changed. The course changed. What would happen if we did a cross race, 60-minute cross race, say, with Wout and Vanderpool and everybody, and the first four laps were one course, and the last four laps were a little bit different? Maybe there's a new like a lot of course tape. Maybe there's a new uh, downhill. Maybe there's yeah. stairs that weren't there before. Could that... Could that be a new future for cyclocross or mountain bike or, well, I don't know, criteriums? <laughs> in a way, wow. that is cyclocross because the course changes. But I see what you're saying. This is a more dramatic course change. That's weird, man. It is. I, like, I, think, I think it could very much apply <laughs> easily to mountain bike. Uh, but yeah. cross would be very we, visually fun I mean, to watch. Seriously, Winter Olympics is by far the greatest thing. This is where we get the good ideas. So I can't wait for fat biking to take part in the uh, Winter Olympics. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. And see, speaking of that, USA Cycling was tweeting some pictures from the Winter Olympics. And you know the only reason they would be there, right? Lay, the grease and palms. Laying the groundwork for old fat yeah. bikes in winter. Uh see, we're, we're on to you. We're yeah. watching you. Yeah. We got to figure but it anyway, out. But anyway, UCI should check out Skiathlon. Uh, if our, our listeners are, are have the NBC app, check it out. The race was awesome. Uh, surprise uh, victory at the end. Uh, come from uh, out of nowhere kind of situation. That was pretty cool. But the course change was awesome. I think it's uh, uh, worth looking into. It's weird to see pack ski racing. I don't understand how that even works. Um, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, how do they not like trip over? I mean... Can we? I'm just gonna throw this out there because I gave you the the must the must watches the most overrated sport in all of Winter Olympics ski jumping. Yeah. Because somehow it's scored on points. Why can't it just be who flies the furthest? I don't get it. They need to do some math about like how high up you got ver- you know with one vector and then how far you went with the other vector and then maybe mm. some bonus points for flips and stuff. And you like- have form, <laughs> good, good form. Did. I heard a story that uh, supposedly ski jumpers are trying to be jet lagged 
be- because it's so easy to get scared for your life that they like to show up and be jet lagged. So it's just all muscle memory, and yeah. you're and you're a little more out of your mind, I guess. Well, wow. you have to be. That's it's just crazy. That it, that's weird. It's it. You know. That's fine. Wow. And with that. We'd like to thank you for listening and tuning in to the Slow Ride Podcast. It means a lot to us. Make sure you tell all your friends and your neighbors. And heck, maybe just yell it out your car window that you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Thanks to BK1 for the use of the track Tama Do Cannibal and the album off the album Radio Do Cannibal from Rhyme Sayers Entertainment. Thanks for tweeting us at the Slow Ride Pod and emailing us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com. A friendly reminder that U.S.-based listeners can go to Endurasport.com, use the promo code WIDEANGLE20 to enjoy 20% off the entire catalog, mm-hmm. and visit HealthIQ.com slash SlowRide to find out how to save money on your life insurance. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. This is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer waiting for the bike swap in Boston, Massachusetts. We will uh, see you guys on the green yeah. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. You guys ready? This is from Nate Shenanko on Twitter. Twas the night before bike swap when all through the house, Super Rookie was tweeting, he need to espouse. My bike parts are stored in the van with great care. My Subaru Sambar will sure get us there. Little Hymar and wife nestled all snug in their beds, while Super Rookie thought, I need those vintage heads. The Rookie was clad in his best Sonse cap, and had scoured the basement for that leather toe strap. When out of the sandbar, he heard a faint patter. It was the bike swap else voice. Those spinnergies shatter. Don't buy those wheels, Tim. They're nothing but trash. He pulled up Google Images quick as a flash. Look at this old carbon, Tim. I'm sure that you know. The minute these wheels hit the pavement, they'll blow. But as quick as he came, he did disappear, leaving only a note as Tim's face shed a tear. If these old vintage parts are the ones that you pick, after bike swap tomorrow, you'll feel like a dick. That was uh, Bravo, uh, Nate Chenenko. Thank you for listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. And uh, you won Twitter this week.